0: What's up, Kosova? This is Coach Q. I'm your host for the upcoming podcast called Never the Right Time. We are on on every Tuesdays, 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. 103.5, 105.5 Urban FM. We're going to be talking all things around health, fitness, lifestyle. Please check us out. Here's a quick shout out to our sponsors, Five Star Fitness and Onze Recovery. Five Star Fitness goes without saying we need to be active nowadays. It's a must. And to help with this, Five Star Fitness with locations across the country has established itself as the place to pursue your fitness goals. Now, Onze Recovery, let's talk about stress from daily life, leaving us depleted in need of that reboot. Reboot. Owns Recovery offers different types of therapies to help you recover from the daily stresses, especially when we are limited with time. Thank you for tuning in to 103.5 or 105.5 FM, Urban FM that is. Uh, this is your host for It's Never the Right Time, uh, Qta Klinger or aka Coach Q for those that uh, know me through uh, the gym and also like train together. Um, I'm here today with Mustafa. I'm actually a patient of his. He is, uh, well, he's certainly a physiotherapist. He's much more than that. And we're going to talk all things about physiotherapy as well as, let's say, the trainer, personal trainer physio uh, relationship. But um, I'd like him for him to introduce himself uh, briefly and then also sort of where, who you are, what you do, where you do it. And then we can kind of dive into some of the topics.
1: First of all, thank you for this invitation. Okay, I'm Mustafa Anunzai. I'm a physiotherapist. I work uh, here in Kosovo, in Kosova a city near Pushtina, here. And uh, I do some kind of physiotherapy that uh, it's more than called osteopathy, okay? Mm-hmm. It's uh, a new form of application of manual therapy. So uh, we do some much more exams that we did uh, before so we have to take some uh, response from the body that uh, says more about the body and the problems okay mm-hmm. so we try to reach uh, everything that body has to tell us so this is kind of uh, more interesting for the body okay
0: because uh, mm-hmm. I think physiotherapy people know about it or at least they have an idea where it's I think for the most for the average person, it's, okay, I'm going to go see someone to get a massage yeah. because there is, let's say, an issue, an injury or some kind of pain, right? Yeah. For yeah. the the average person. Now, within that, there's many approaches to physiotherapy as well, right? Yes, and then you also yes. mentioned osteopathy. So yes. maybe if it's, if it's not too much, um, to kind of explain a little bit of the different practices that maybe people have come across, because also I think in different countries different methods are maybe more popular than not. But at least maybe in in Kosovo, mm-hmm. sort of what what is what uh, is available maybe.
1: How to say if, when when we first mention physiotherapy? Okay, for all other people, they um, remember massage. Okay, because mm-hmm. it's a kind of uh, a treatment. Okay, that we use most okay? mm-hmm. but uh, osteopathy ac- acupuncture and uh, a lot of other things that we can use in physiotherapy uh, together to get more and better results okay so i use osteopathy more because i studied for for that okay three years after my bachelor degree okay and uh, osteopathy gives you all the answers that you need from the body okay you can use some uh manual manual treatment that is not used in massage okay you can use some points that you can relax or in inhibit or simulate some nerves Mm -hmm. that goes all around the body and gets uh, a very very good response from the body sometimes uh, body uh tries to tell us something more than pain or more than uh, dizziness or something like that Mm -hmm. and we try to understand that. When we work, we try to reach those answers and to take the response from the body. Okay, So, uh, osteopathy gives you a nice form for the body, Mm -hmm. but it likes osteopathy and physiotherapy in kind of uh, long term.
0: Because from my experience, at least before coming to you, um, I, I visited uh, so throughout. Let's say whatever sport and also uh, kind of like the the fitness journey that I've been walking. I've had plenty of different injuries, nothing uh, serious, fortunately. But my experience with physiotherapists have been. Uh, predominantly where they would, uh, you know, it is kind of a, a deep tissue sports massage type yeah. approach, which yeah. I think is quite the classical yes. and what a lot of people have in the back of their mind. I have uh, in London also experienced uh, dry needling. Yes. So trigger point therapy, yes. right? Yes. yes. Um, where it's, it's really uh, slightly different from acupuncture where you're not going yes. to the meridians. Dry,
1: dry needling uses trigger points. Yes. So you can, uh, Stitch there the the needling, okay, and then uh, you reach a neurophysiologic effect from mm-hmm. the trigger point to the brain. So the brain releases some hormones to release that ki- that uh, piece of muscle, okay. Let's mm-hmm. say like that. Okay, uh, acupuncture uses a different form to meridians of the body. Yeah. So there are some points, some uh, specific points that you have to put it's a different school okay from uh acupuncture
0: and uh, dry needling and from previous experience probably i'd say yes okay. so most most physiotherapists uh and including yourself of course and I guess even trainers for that matter, like you take a step back when someone new comes to you, you have to go through an assessment, right? It, yes. it has to, because otherwise yes. you're kind of going in blind. Like someone will say, oh, I have a shoulder injury or a p- local local kind of pain, pain yes. or symptom. Yeah. And okay, some form of assessment is done. But from my personal experience, especially throughout, like, let's say in Switzerland, and Japan, as well as uh, in, in, uh, in the UK yes an assessment is done but then the actual treatment and this is where i found your approach very interesting is that is very local in the end so if i had so uh let's say an impingement in my shoulder or so mm-hmm. then yes we're we're doing some uh let's say range of motion tests these kind of things also maybe the neurological kind of yes yes but then when the actual treatment starts it's sort of maybe trigger point Around the neck, shoulder, and yes. let's say maybe surre- the back, upper back. It's still local and at best maybe regional where, you know, for you. And then, you know, one topic that I really want to discuss also is about the fascia. Yeah. Because that's also, also something that yeah. you really I, I wanted, look into. I
1: wanted to go there because uh, we have a lot of problems, for example, for the shoulder. Okay, I will I will try to explain this for one uh, articulation of one joint okay yeah. and then uh, some of us when we train or when we work something we have uh, tight muscles in our back or in our shoulders and the first thing that goes in our mind is that there is an impeachment or there is a tightness in our muscles and because we worked out or something that we have a bad position in work or something like that sometimes it can be for example for the right uh uh it, it can be a problem with our liver
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: because the fascia is a structure in our body that uh, covers all, all over the body mm-hmm. okay so if there's a problem in the fascia for example in liver okay or structures around the liver so it can affect our our shoulder for example it, it can affect its movements or it place in the relaxing place and there can be an impingement so when we try to work only with physiotherapy, we try, we treat the symptom. Okay, We have pain, we treat pain with dry needling, acupuncture or something like that. But when we uh, do an assessment of uh, osteopathy, mm-hmm. we look all over the body. What are the odds or what are the chances that the problem is not coming from the local place, but it's coming from the different places? Okay, we have to try to re- Much more answers from the body. So this is uh, called an osteopathy test Mm -hmm. that is done by hearing the fascia. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that is the most interesting thing about the osteopathy. You have to reach that that level. Okay, that you can hear the movements of fascia. Fascia is a structure that moves 24 hours a day. Okay, like pulse. Mm -hmm. Pulse is a pulsing sound. Okay, that you can uh, you can try and you can listen fascia is a movement that if you train if you do um a good training on hearing fascia you can reach more knowledge about the the body because if the fascia is moving in on uh, one side more fast okay mm-hmm. and the other side is more slowly so that that other uh side that is moving more fast is telling us that there's an emergency of uh, that uh, structure that is representing okay so then we go in those structures we try to reach them to hear them to touch them to palpate them and then uh, whatever the answer is we can say to the patient okay
0: yeah because you bring up something Because the body is so resilient, right? And we we underestimate actually how smart or how strong the body is. And you bring up the the point where, again, like, yes, there's this... this, If we use the shoulder example, there's this local symptom, right? But through the osteopathic tests, you're looking at the body, like collecting as much data information as possible, right? Yes, yes. And somewhere along the lines, because of sort of probably that person's lifestyle and sort of movement habits and so forth, there is uh, some more than likely a a compensation that has happened, right? Yes, yes. Where until the moment of that maybe injury or that the, the 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 movement that causes the final like crosses the, that pain threshold already there has been probably steps along the way it, it wasn't something that happened overnight yes right yes
1: uh, the first the first question for my patients it's always when when they say for example uh my shoulder hurts or something like uh-huh. I say to them did, did you had any injury in your shoulder and mm. they say no I don't I don't uh, think or I don't remember mm-hmm. and this is a point that you have to do a uh, very uh, good examination there, okay? Mm-hmm. You you just don't go only local but you have to, to reach all over the body because when you don't remember that you hurt yourself somewhere, so uh, maybe body is trying to tell you something about anything else in the body, okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, I, wa- I want to tell you a story with one patient of mine mm-hmm. uh, that I had about six months ago. Okay, uh, they come in my clinic, and uh, a woman about around forties. Okay, they, she comes with a lot of pain in her back, okay, lower back, sacroiliac uh, joints, and uh, she lays down, and I do an assessment. Then I go and palpate the abdomen. Mm-hmm. I hear the fascia. I do the osteopathic test. And uh, all the results say me that there is a visceral problem, a mm-hmm. big visceral problem. So it's quite deep. Uh, organ, though. yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a problem of organ that is causing the pain in the back. Okay. And I say to her, Have you been uh, to the gy- gynecologist? She says, Yes. I say, When? Uh, two years ago. And I say to her, okay, first of all, you have to go and to make an ultrasound of your abdomen your uh, uh, to the gynecologist. And yeah. then you come to me if he says or she, or she says it's good there. She says, no, I, I want to to make the massage here. Uh, first, you yeah, yeah. mentioned, okay, yeah. I want to make the massage and to release the pain. And when I have time, I, I will go there. And I insist. No, I, I say to the lady, no, you have to go to the gynecologist and then you have to come here. When she goes there, she calls me after two hours of tests and ultrasound, and she says, oh, they are thinking that is a stage three of tumor of uh, ovarian cancer. Yes, okay. Okay. So this is the reason why we should do uh, very specific tests and uh, a full assessment of the body, because if I did the mistake, and get that lady in the table of massage and do massage and do a an thermotherapy and something like that it will cause her more likely to death than to uh,
0: yeah but go wow. well okay, so a so, couple questions there for example because you know again and i'm also very curious um about the sounds that fascia make because clearly you've you you know being a patient of yours you've heard my fascia yeah i don't hear my own fascia so
1: i do what you can hear mine <laughs> If well, <it>
0: train, <laughs> well i do want to I'm, I'm curious so like yeah. what what is it saying but in i guess through your experience and also the 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 studies that you you've gone through yeah. then i guess depending on sort of what how the fascia reacts to sort of your analysis, your testing, yeah. then there, there, I would imagine there is a bit of a hierarchy of sort of like, yeah. because one thing could lead to the other. Right. Yes. And ultimately it, maybe it, maybe there is one source that is causing, or, or there could be multiple yeah. things happening. Yeah. Right.
1: It could be two, four or five sources, yeah. but we, we go always to the big source. Okay. Sure. We, we try to, how to say, to prevent other problems. Uh-huh. And uh, we go, uh, when we release the first source of the problem, then we go to the second and something like that, okay? But we can, we have to be very intelligent how we assess to the, to the body, mm-hmm. okay? Sometimes we hear something that the person doesn't like to hear or something like that, okay? Sure. sure. Okay? Um, yeah. And uh, we have to try to be to communicate that to the patient, sometimes to just know for ourselves to work on it and let it go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have some kind of these problem, problems. Uh,
0: and then I guess there is also, depending on what you find out, there are things that, okay, we need to treat this first, right? Yes, yes. yes. And it might but not even be what the patient this, had come in for. Yes,
1: and here we find a misunderstanding by the patient sometimes okay uh-huh. sometimes because uh, when I say for example they come with um, pain in their back okay and I say to them no I have to release your diaphragm first your pelvic floor first muscles okay your transverse abdominal m- muscles or something like that they are not used to, n- to hear that and they say no I'm, I have back pain you have to treat my back pain not here uh, but it's I can from say else, I can right? say uh, this is from science, okay, that are telling that about 60 to 70% of the problems of our back are coming from our uh, abdomen here, from organs, uh, fascias, muscles, from the, mm-hmm. from the abdomen. So we have to reach all over the body. We have to, uh, I say to my patients, we have to look in on back, on sides, uh, and everything. Yeah. So then we can work together
0: i think that's also a bit of a symptom of today's kind of where we're looking for instant gratification right we want an immediate like if if exercise was a pill yeah then everyone would take it yeah because it's of it's easier right yes, yes and in terms of where i mean lower back pain is i think between both of our, our professions like it's so common right yeah um but i think uh, uh what what we what people I think are always after is and then maybe this is also part of that educational piece that needs to happen where you know they think like oh it just I want that massage yeah. on the on the back yeah. and because right? it's like relaxing a, band- a band-aid, it's, right yes, yeah, but yeah. then that isn't solving what yeah. is ha- causing ultimately the, the, the problem yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I think how to say or um, more fast you can reach uh, to resolve the problem with osteopathy or this uh, kind of treatment mm. than if you do a massage every week, okay? A massage every week, it relaxes you. It uh, does that your pain can go sort of, okay? Mm. But it comes back. Yeah. When you treat the source of the pain, then you, you have resolved all the problems. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, difficult to say and difficult to work, but it comes more easier to the big results okay mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think that's definitely like something that i can appreciate as well where often from my perspective as a trainer a lot of times okay the, the way i see injuries now and previously when i was a much younger trainer it wasn't the case but now more and more i feel that and i'm probably. A generalizing a little too much possibly but two types of injuries where one is uh, an accident that one cannot avoid like blunt force trauma like a a, a car accident the force nothing you can do about it of course and then the second where it's most common especially in the gym or through sports is at that moment that muscle or the tissue let's say in that certain movement angle or, or pressure could not withstand the load yeah the stress, it, and then it can an injury happens. Happen. So yes. ultimately, it becomes a, a problem of strength, right? So then the underlying cause is we need to strengthen whatever it is, whether it's from the joint, the capsule, or the tendons, the, the, the muscle. But I think where it gets a little bit confusing is sort of, I think, what I see, and then this is also sort of like um, where a lot of people think of What mobility training is for example or stretching is also kind of sometimes confused where they you know they injure themselves somehow and then maybe they of course you know maybe they'd be smart and they don't use that part they avoid it and then they try to do a little bit of like stretching or maybe some band work and then kind of go back to what they were doing right versus really trying to kind of understand okay I'm weak, maybe my, you know, if if it was a bench press, maybe my shoulders are not meant to do that certain bench press because of how much space I have accessible, for example. And so rather than kind of really looking at the shoulder and the chest and kind of, you know how much, you know, can I move it actually? Yeah. I'm just going to maybe start light again and and just keep going.
1: Without any tests of your mobility or something like that. Okay.
0: And then it's sort of, I'm going to go see, you know, Mustafa or another physio. And what I'm going to get is sort of a bandaid. I will not say you, you would certainly not offer this, but like sort of, I get a good massage. I feel good, but then I have to go back again or the, the, it becomes a recurring issue, right?
1: Yes. This is, uh this is an issue that I, I don't want to to make our people or uh, our patients to do that because we want to resolve all the problem not to treat the problem and we can do it more easily okay mm-hmm. if i do that assessment and i say to a person that your uh humorous joint is not uh, doing quite good in uh, external rotation or internal rotation so i can say to him some uh different exercise that he or she can reach the full movement of the mm-hmm. the joint, and then go training and do everything that he or she wants. I want to mention something that every muscle that is tight, it's a kind of uh, way of body saying that that muscle is weak. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, when we try to when we try to uh, make a good Uh, training okay we we have to hear our body first we have to hear our body first what our body is saying and when we know some kind of answers we can know to who we look uh, to to reach the those resolves of problems okay i can go to cuta if i want more uh, uh exercise and I want to look good and healthy and something like that. But I, if I have tightness in my muscles, I have to go to a physiotherapist and to see if there is a lack of mobility. Is there is a, a compensation from the other part of the body or if there is a mm-hmm. uh, old injury there that I have to resolve that trauma from that part of the body and then to start exercising or there is some, something that body tried to say us, for example we have calcificate in our muscles okay that that is a kind of form that our body is saying that your uh your joint is moving more than it should be Mm -hmm. so it has to make something that has to stop your movement so one kind of form of that stopping the movement it's like placing uh, a calcificating our tendons of muscles and something that can cause then rupture of the muscle or rupture of tendon of muscles we hear a lot of them okay you you bring up so
0: in terms of yes um when you um in terms of again going back to that shoulder example of like okay can it externally rotate enough again gathering that, that assessment becomes even more important. Right. And I think that whether it is the, the therapist or even the trainer, yeah, right. It has to start with that. Yeah. And I do find that, um, a lot of times actually there's not much of an assessment that goes on on the trainer side, which yeah. is kind of unfortunate. Right. And yes. then it's sort of like, you know, we, as an industry, it's, it's so easy to slip into kind of, okay, this is the program. Because sort of this is what I like to do and what I find interesting and yeah. fun. And it worked for me up to, a, let's say, a certain extent. So I'm going to have my clients do the same. kind okay, Right. Yes. But, you know, I know like our bodies, everyone is different. Yes, of course. And therefore, a minimum of assessment kind of needs to be done. To whether it's you know, already a movement pattern screen or let's say if you, can, if you can afford to go into a little bit more detail like joint by joint in terms of like, you know, the spine, okay, how much flexion extension do we have? And then the other joints, we're looking at more rotation, for example, yes. to see. And then also understanding the, the context, right? What does this person do? For example, like um, I think we uh, we we share a, a, a common um, client. Uh, for example, Kiana, yeah. shout out Kiana, she's in Finland right yeah. now. Um, she's a skier. Her needs, what her like, what her body needs to do, is very different than what the average person needs. An athlete, or, and you treat a lot of athletes as well, right? Yes. The demand yeah. that their body. It needs right
1: it's very different what body needs in some kind of other sports or then from sports to sports mm. and this is the reason why we have and we should to me and you and other health providers because you are a health provider too and uh we have to to hear the the client okay and then we have to tell the truth about the client okay we we have to tell him or uh here that uh, uh we have to go in this project with you mm-hmm. okay from the assessment and something like that uh i have some patients for for example that i say to them oh, you have to go in uh yoga or in pilates mm-hmm. because the parasympathetic uh, nervous system is more higher and they have to go with more breathing exercise and more slowly exercise more stretching exercise but if you if you take a client or a patient that has sympathetic uh, uh, nervous system more high, okay, uh, that has more adrenaline, and you if you put that person to do yoga or uh, Pilates, mm. it's nonsense. Okay, you have to put it in some more advanced and more energetic uh, exercise. You have to to. To put uh, a lot of different exercises to him, and not to that other person that has parasympathetic nervous system more higher. Okay, we have differences on that, Mm -hmm. so we we have to see through the patient that. Okay,
0: yeah, we we have to see that. Ultimately, they, their, the that person's context is is is. I mean, super important to understand, right? Because then in order to deliver something truly, let's say, tailored for that. Because, again, uh, uh, myself, but even more so, you don't just offer a standard treatment, right? Like every, you hear, you do the assessment, and then you have uh, an idea of what needs to be done for each person, right? So
1: Specific for the person and for the problem of the person. You have to look that.
0: And I think like you bring up sort of, one of the things I I wanted to also chat with you is sort of, The, again, every country is going to be different and it's ultimately up to sort of the different health practitioners kind of working together. Right. But sort of, I remember because we share a couple of uh, patients and clients uh, in common. And so it's, it's a no brainer for me that like the client is the focus, right? Uh, Ultimately. And so when finding out that, okay, you know, Mustafa's treating some of my clients, then of course it's gonna be normal or like i would absolutely ask for also your opinion of like okay you know lower back issue for one patient or let's say another client like we're struggling with the shoulder like yes you have your perspective you know that is going to be much more from a medical perspective than i am uh than myself right and sort of kind of combining that you know your opinion to then incorporate that into my programming it's like a win-win for the for the for the client of right of course
1: always, always always um
0: but i do remember kind of when we first started to kind of collaborate and talk about uh, our common um clients patients whatever you want to call it like you were quite surprised yeah. right because was, it hasn't really i, I, I mean because I, you work with a lot was, of other i was people. not
1: used to to hear that from uh, other trainers okay some of the trainers yes but a lot of them know. Okay, so uh, it is yes. It's a win-win for our clients or my patient and your client, because when we when we try when we try to collaborate with each other, so we make it for the client. Yeah. Okay, for the health of that client. Uh, uh, yes, I was surprised with you. So thank you for surprising me. <laughs> no, well, well I,
0: I thought it's it's because. Also, like the cardinal rule for well myself, and I think any health practitioner, it's it's do no harm.
1: Yeah, right. Um, the first law the, of
0: yeah, and you know, regardless, just because I, I'm a trainer, that's maybe not considered by a lot as a health <laughs> practitioner. But we're you know we're I'm in the business of preventative healthcare, essentially, of right? Of course, um, and people come to me with various uh, like problems and i try to help them find a find a solution together but ultimately like they cannot be worse than they started right Mm -hmm. so you know in terms of the exercise selection or in terms of coming together putting together the program like that is quite a sensitive and it's not it's 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 you know i cannot it's not 100 percent right always it's a bit of trial and error i need to figure out and sort of i think maybe you can relate to where you attempt a little bit of treatment, you listen to the fascia or see what the feedback is and then, okay, maybe we need to do something else, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, For example, I want to mention only one thing that is uh, funny. Okay. Yeah. Because when, uh, one patient of mine and client of yours, okay. Uh, she comes with a lot of pain in her back and I do some visceral, uh, assessment there. And, uh, I had to move some vertebras, okay, for more mobility. And she she says to me, now what? I say to her, now go to Cuta." <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah. when what I, I could help to you. Now Cuta is going to help you to reach all the movement there and something like that. Because uh, we have to, to share and we have to do only what we do the best. Mm-hmm. And if we know that somebody does something that is uh, best for our client or our patient, we have to to do a reference for that.
0: Because worst case scenario is you could do all the treatment and get your patients to a a certain level. But then if I completely disregard that and we're like, all right, we're going to just do this, 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 Mm -hmm. like it could completely, uh, uh, let's say, set your treatment back
1: as well, yeah. right? It could lose all, all the effects, the, right? The results and effects, yes. But yes, if if we do a um, good understanding each other, okay, the the patient is the winner, yeah, always, okay. M- me and you and him and her yeah. is good, but the patient is is the, the winner in this in this case. So we have to share our opinions uh, sometimes. A lot of time I called you for a patient and I said to you, please, uh, can you do this, this, okay? Or then you you called me and you said I, I saw this, 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 and can you work on this? Mm-hmm. This is good idea. Yeah. You are not trying to teach me my profession. You no. are just trying to, to open my eye, eyes more because I see that patient only for 15 minutes to 20 minutes, okay? while I'm doing the assessment and you are, uh, seeing that person about one hour training and you see, uh, problems on that. And it could, it could even just be a a simple kind of observation where
0: I have a question. Do do you see the same thing as I do? Yeah, of course. And, you know, sometimes it is a bit like, uh, um, sort of almost, I don't know if scary is the right word, but like, I, I don't want to just guess. Right, and then I just continue with a certain exercise, and then actually, it causes yeah to not be
1: sure that this is the good thing or or the right thing for the the patient or plan. Yeah, Uh, yeah. But uh, I think that when we share our information for our clients, or uh, we don't do or we do uh, just less mistakes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, and this is the the best form, but that we can uh, do for our clients and our patients.
0: And yeah. And I think it just also goes to the, in terms of the, the world of fitness, uh, you know, I mean, health in general, like it is moving so fast. Right. Um, you know, one will never have all the answers. Right. And so it's sort of why then why not collaborate and be able to kind of cover a little bit more ground. By like coming together, right, and then and then uh, like as we've been saying, like the patient benefits the most, right? Yeah, so, of course. Um, I wanted to just switch a little bit of direction and ask, in terms of how you decided to become a therapist.
1: Oh, that's an interesting story. I always wanted to be a uh, physiotherapist. Okay. Okay. Uh, for um, I go to the medical school of physiotherapy. Uh, mm-hmm. In middle school, yeah, then I go uh, to the uh, University of Pristina, okay. studying physiotherapy and I always like to know more about body. Okay, when, okay. when I was in uh, middle school, I, I was asking my professors there then uh, okay, you are saying that it can come uh, pain in our neck and you are saying that it is tight muscles, but what causes tight muscles? And the answers were was very poor. Okay. From the, that kind of science. And I was not like, uh, how to say, very happy from the answers for, yeah. of my profession. Not, not because they were unknowledge or something like that, but they had some kind of that uh, protocol answers. Oh, yeah. we have uh, in, it's this in the textbook, yes. kind of. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, uh, all the problems of the shoulder with one protocol of the treatment. Yeah. This is not good, okay? Then I go to the university and, uh, I tried to study more, I reached more answers, but always it was not, how to say, complete what I wanted to know and what I wanted to hear. You felt like something was missing. Yeah, it was missing and it was missing the, how to say, the most important uh, uh, kind of answer there. Uh And then I come to the answer while I was studying more on osteopathy, okay? I've done a lot of trainings, uh, of course, on other... uh, kind of treatments okay but uh osteopathy is that uh it it gives you more answers with that okay it it gives you chills Mm -hmm. while you are working while while you are while i'm i'm telling you for the problems of the patient because Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm i'm very how to say curious for the body when i when i see a, a problem there i want to know what is the problem? When I was with my friends uh, drinking a coffee, yeah, and I see some somebody there, it was uh, doing like this, okay? And it was doing some movements that uh, I can read some answers from that movement, okay? Yeah. And I wanted to, to hear that fascia. To
0: find yeah. out a yeah. little bit more, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I
1: couldn't go there and just say, hey, uh, I'm Mustafa, I have a clinic here, near yeah. that road there and come here. I want to... But, sometimes it, it gives you some, It very, I'm very curious for the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I try to, to reach, um, uh, every knowledge that I, uh, see yeah. and kind of, form. but when, when you know something better and better, better, you, you know that you, you know, so less, okay. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know everything about body. I've seen, uh, a lot of beautiful and magical, uh, Things that body can can go through or can answer to or something like that. Well, uh, I want to tell you uh, something. If there is a problem, if there is any problem in the body, there. Okay. When the pain comes, mm-hmm. the source of problem it could start ten years ago. Okay. Yeah. But body uh, told you ten years later. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is interesting. Wait. Why? Why now? yeah okay or what happened else that you have to tell me that is there is a pain there okay yeah uh, so this is interesting okay because uh, we are we are uh, until now we talked only about some kind of pain that are uh, in our joint and from mobility, lack of mobility, uh, injuries, and something like that, we have a lot of pain that comes from our our emotional damage or yeah. traumas or mm-hmm. something like that here in Kosovo there's a lot of them because mm-hmm. we twenty years ago we had a war we yeah. had a lot of traumas there and traumas again and again and again. So we have to try to understand every patient that comes in our clinic, and we have to be very very. Uh, clear in our mind that what that patient has and what that body uh, tries to tell us okay mm-hmm. because sometimes the patient the mouth of the patient tells everything else yeah. but not the problem oh so it's a, when we see that avoiding it yes yeah when we see that we have to stop hearing the patient and we have to just start hearing the body Okay, because the body of the ma- is the machine that uh, tells everything else. Okay.
0: So, are, are there, I, I guess in some instances then, can the pain or the perceived pain be very much psychosomatic? Like it's... Yeah. It's, and uh, it's actually then... A lot,
1: a lot of times, a lot of times. So, you have to be very, very smart and to see all the... Decision that you have to make through the treatment just to treat that patient. Okay, mm. so we have to be sometimes a kind of psychological, uh, psychological. Say, yeah. yeah, And sometimes uh, we have to be friend. Sometimes we have to be like a family for the patient. Sure. Sometimes we have to be very serious and very strict. Yeah. Because that that is the body is missing. Okay. Mm. Some strict person in their life. To tell them not this, this, or something like that.
0: Are there? And again, like going back to sort of the the, the example you mentioned earlier, where um, you had to you were asking this one patient to go get a, a neutral sand over uh, over um, stomach and, yes. and internal organs, right? Yes, so yes. on that, I guess in t- and when you feel that it's really trauma based, for example, then there are going to be maybe instances where you you ask them like and that's probably a really difficult even more of a difficult conversation when you know they the person came in thinking they w- they will get a massage and yeah. actually you ask them like uh you need to go speak to someone because there is yeah, a of lot course. of emotional yeah. kind
1: um, of osteopathy has a a kind of treatment that you have uh, you could treat the uh, traumas uh, emotion traumas okay, okay? so we have to reach some kind of balances in the breathing exercise mm-hmm. we have to release some uh, vagus nerve phrenic nerve that are very important nerves in our body okay. and uh, vagus nerve is a very important nerve in the body that keeps yeah. a lot of a lot of information from the body to the brain so we have to release that uh, road of the of the ner- nerve so we could their reach an emotional release that is very interesting to see. Yeah, and, sometimes and I will call you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also it's one of those I think
0: probably um, it's becoming a bit more popular. This is not the right word, but because um, a lot of breathing breath work is yeah. becoming popular, right? Yeah. With whether it's cold exposure as well and these kind of things, and it's about the vagus nerve, kind of. Yes. tapping into that right? yes
1: but we have to be uh, be careful because mm. uh, every kind of breathing exercise is good for our body but okay. sometimes some people can be disappointed from the results of breathing exercise because their their breathing uh, work it's not uh, how to say it's not the most uh, important for them okay? okay they have to do something first mm-hmm. some kind of Extra exercises and then breathing work. Right. Okay. Okay. For example, let's say we have on pelvic floor Mm -hmm. muscles that are very tight. Okay. If you do breathing exercise for two weeks, you reach very uh, not good results. Okay. Okay. But if you do first the releasing of uh, these muscles that Mm -hmm. you can do with Kegel exercise, they are called. Okay. And then you do the breathing work, the results are more how to say more bigger Enhanced and to, you yeah. can, you can see them. Okay. Okay. For example, yeah, we have a patient, it comes out on our clinic and says, my fingers are tingling. Okay. And the first uh, thing that comes on our mind is if there's any, um, entrapment, uh, entrapment of nerve yeah. or something like that. Okay. But it can be just an, imbalance uh, disbalance from the breathing, uh, Exercise on the uh, di- diaphragm, okay. okay, and our skull and muscles here in the in the neck. If our di- diaphragm is not working good, okay, for from a disbalance in our body here or in our abdomen, then it doesn't do the all the work. So the second muscle and the third uh, breathing muscles that are scalenes, they have to work more and more and more. Okay, when you when they work something that they are not called to work okay then they reach some uh different uh, how to say uh the level tonus, of stress as ton, well, right? like, of muscle yeah so and it can press our nerves and every time yes okay. and they say oh when while i i'm sleeping when i wake up my hands are tingling or they mm. are i, I, I the have to kind. yes i have to move my my yeah. hands so the first thing that comes on our uh, head Okay, we try release for five minutes our diaphragm. Okay, and then we we release the muscles of skull and muscles, and we see there there is a very big results. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that is a wow for the patient. Yeah. Okay, because yeah uh, he will say, oh, he works something here and here, and my hands are free. Okay, we don't go and massage. Yeah. I don't touch the hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just we have to do some points of. Whereas
0: it is also possible at maybe a different clinic or so it's like, all right, let's massage the arms and see what happens kind of thing as well. Right.
1: But I, I think uh, all of us, all, all the uh, community of uh, physiotherapists are getting more information every day. Okay. Mm. And I, I think, and I hope that uh, this will be a kind of uh, assessment that we can do all. Okay. Because Mm. we can give, everybody a good
0: yeah good result and and I think on on that note one thing I want to ask you in terms of like the current let's say physiotherapy landscape if you can call that in Kosovo yeah yeah. um, is, is sort of you know because you've seen it also evolve it's continuing to evolve and so I wanted to ask you do you think that you know where do you see it going in the near future at least and then the other thing is also I think regardless and this applies to even i think maybe probably some doctors are going to get upset with me but also whether it's therapists or even trainers for that matter sort of like it's almost unfair and it may be also part an educational process for the person that like you shouldn't be subject to oh you need to get a a a massage for the rest of your life. Right. Like that is not the way to go. Right. And it's not also the way to go of like saying maybe a doctor's like, no, you cannot do this exercise anymore. Like that is also not, I think the way to go. Right. Um, And then also, I think on the trainers part is like, also, you know, that like to, to kind of work around, you know, there's also some trainers, I think that, you know, Oh, like if they hear about lower back pain, then we're going to completely avoid it. We're not going to do it and, and not try to,
1: there, address and, and, it yes, right of course there is a phrase that uh, we say to our pa- patient if a doctor says do not move because of your back pain is the time to change the doctor yes okay because the movement is the key of the resolving problem okay let's all in one side movement is the reason why we and me and you are talking here okay mm-hmm. we just want to reach the movement sometimes we have to do sacrifice. For example, some patients have lack of movement and pain. For me, it's important to to uh, get the pain go away. Mm-hmm. But first, I have to release the mm-hmm. movement, okay? And if a patient here has this movement this week and the other week and has pain, okay, yeah. and the other week has this movement and have pain, for me is a success because mm-hmm. I reach the movement. The pain will go away, because the structures there are reaching the uh, 100% uh, capacity. Uh, they are capable to do what uh, for what they are there. Okay, mm-hmm. they work. So uh, sometimes the the king of the treatment is movement.
0: Yeah, and I think like that in terms of like for for my approach would be sort of well assessing at the same time also establishing what is sort of the the pain-free range of movement for that person right so again context matters where if I were working with someone that's going to play in the World Cup Final It's a a once-in-a-lifetime chance. You're not going to say no kind of thing, right? But most of us, unfortunately, we're not playing in the... Or fortunately, we're not playing in the World Cup final. So then it's okay. It's not a sprint. It's more let's look at this long-term. Let's try to establish what is pain-free. And if we can start to get a little bit of movement, then there's going to be blood flow. If there's blood flow or increased blood flow, then the nutrients and we can start to kind of look at, you know, how things could possibly recover, right? Yeah, of
1: course. Um, Yeah, of course. We we just have to... To look what, what is going on in the life of that client. If that is yeah. very, very important for uh, him or her to play there or to be there, okay? Mm-hmm. We have to sacrifice something, okay? Yeah, We have to see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of players that lost finals because they, their injury was very bad. Yeah, But in the other side, we have a player that the doctors, okay, more, uh, how to say... Uh, very big clubs, okay, say to the, to the uh, player, okay, we have to do this, 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 okay, so you could play, but uh, after the game you have to rest one one month because there will be more injury there.
0: A consequence, yeah, right? A yeah. consequence. But yeah.
1: when we uh, balance the consequence and uh, uh, our. Thinking of our possibility to win that final, okay,
0: that could be more. And it's a case by case kind of where, of course, there's of going course, to be a risk course. assessment. What yes. are the pros? What are the cons? Yeah. Kind of thing. So, on so in terms of sort of like you know where this is, in terms of I guess the therapists like landscape in Kosovo, like how you see it going, and then it'd be great to sort of um kind of slowly wrap things up where. Again, your personal projects. Like, so I don't know if it's okay to to mention. Like, obviously, you are the ther- the therapist or the team do- part of the the team. Yeah. Uh,
1: Doctors on national for team. the
0: Kosovo national football team, right? Yeah. So that's a huge project that you've taken on. Um, I'm sure it's a huge honor as well. Yeah. So, how, like, where you see you know the, your practice as well as also like how the the landscape in kosovo is slowly changing for for therapists and like sort of like yeah what 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 do you have uh in store for like you know the next i guess six to twelve months in terms of yeah. you know
1: first of all because you're I, a very busy guy to begin with so yeah. first of all i want to say that um physiotherapy here in kosovo for from what i've seen because uh, uh me and my colleagues had a, a lot of training uh, out of Kosovo. Okay, mm-hmm. and what we see there, I think that the physiotherapy in Kosovo is one of the best physiotherapy in the Europe. Okay, not okay. The, on, only in Balkans but in Europe. Okay, mm-hmm. we we have uh, persons some physiotherapists and colleagues that they are doing a very 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 good job. Okay, okay, okay? and we are trying to share that knowledge. In the national team of Kosovo and everywhere there, so I think uh, every time there is something new Mm -hmm. because uh, and the medical issue that is that all your life you have to be a student. Okay, you have to you have to learn more. Uh, There is nobody that can say I know it all. Okay. Uh, sometimes I go to some trainings that I did before, and I know that I will not uh, I will not uh, learn something new from that kind of uh, treatment. But I can learn something new from you, because mm-hmm. I will see you there, okay? And me and you will talk about the problem, okay? I can share something, you can share something, and this could be very good for me and for you, okay? Sharing, okay? Yeah. So the best thing here and everywhere is that uh, if all of us can let something written about our work so somebody else can uh, reach and read and learn from our experience mm. me from other experiences and something like that okay mm-hmm. so uh, now i'm trying to uh, to do a phd of uh, physiotherapy this okay. is my this is my future plans okay okay now for now i'm um, very busy from some projects i have to uh finish my master degree that is going now soon and yes i'm with national team and i have to to be there for some uh some uh, games now they are coming but my future plans are that uh, um, i'm thinking and i'm trying to i'm trying to Pick some some countries that I can do a PhD on, on physiotherapy. This is something that I I will hope so. Okay. 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 And uh, uh, if more of us are doing PhDs, something we can go upper and upper upper on our feed
0: yeah I think like certainly and one of the the themes of our, our conversation tonight has been about like collaboration right like yeah. the more information can be exchanged uh, you know amongst therapists amongst also just different health pro- uh, professionals because you know whether it's someone myself and you then it's like the problem might be the same, but we're looking at it from two different perspectives, right? Yeah, and it's course. like, wait a minute, I'm looking at it from this side and then, you know, you're from the other angle. And then actually there's there might be something that we find out because it's just the thought every process time. is going to be different, right? Yes, so time, so. Um, I think, yeah, it, it would, I mean, it's, it's I guess it, it's interesting. And hopefully that is like an environment that is going to be cultivated where I think people will feel more and I'm not saying it's not the case, but like, you know, the more people are willing to partner up, you know? Yeah. Even if it is like from trainer to trainer, yeah, because you know, my expertise, for example, is, is sort of, well, I have a number of expertises, but you know, I know that certain people are much better at maybe the bodybuilding, for example. Right. And of so course. I certainly would like to learn from someone who knows bodybuilding inside and out versus oh this you know that person is a, a pure gymnast so there they also have probably something yeah, of that course. i can certainly learn different from. different yeah, learning and then, from and then a weightlifting to someone who's really uh, uh uh you know mobility specialist to you know i mean there's just a million ways to go about it right of so course.
1: we have we have to be so smart so we can learn from everybody okay mm. it's uh, a kind of treatment it's a kind of uh, ward or something like that we we learn when we talk to each other we learn so we have to do that okay we have to collaborate with each other and uh, this is the best form to reach the best for the client or for the patient this is yeah, the best. yeah and okay. i think
0: it's going back to that sort of um it yeah not losing sight that ultimately it's the person that we're working for, right? That is the, the center of attention in terms of like, if that person is able to to perform to their uh, maximum capabilities or uh, becomes pain-free or whatever whatever yeah. the situation is. Whatever right? the
1: goals of the patients are, okay? Yeah. Uh, and that is, sometimes it's very a happiness moment when a, a patient comes to you and says, oh, uh, I didn't do this for like years, okay? And now with your work here, I'm going to through this kind of work that I didn't do before or something like that. Yeah. And you have two kind of clients that can make that difference in their body, okay? Mm-hmm. But the, the main thing is not to look good or uh, to... The main thing is to feel good in yeah. our body. uh, sometimes i try to say my patients that if now you are good you are pain-free or if you say to your clients now your body is looking good and you are feeling good now you have to listen to your body okay because there's a time when the body says no for something okay Mm -hmm. you have to hear that and you have to respond to that that uh answer or question from the body um I always try to to teach my pa- patients how are the uh, best forms to hear our body. Okay, and I say to them sometimes. Okay, yeah, just you can sit there. Okay, and feel everything in your body. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a patient says to me, uh, "I had a pain in my knee, but I think I had this pain uh, before." three to four years or something like that yeah. they don't even know exactly if there's a pay there was a pain or there was an injury or something like that they they don't have time to hear their body yeah this and, is and,
0: a, today's stressful kind of fast yeah, paced intensive
1: like... work and something like that yeah but we have to find some two three minutes just to sit and talk to our, our body like it wasn't an, another person because it could tell us very, very, very important uh, information for our health. So, I think this is one of the most uh, important—how uh, to say—decisions uh, for our body. Mm-hmm. If we try just to,
0: and it feel and it seems so obvious too, right? Yeah. But again people I mean including myself were so caught up with sort of this fast pace okay next thing next thing next thing yeah, and then yeah. actually we kind I of see. like forget that
1: I see I you see know. myself too uh, from the world but we have to okay? mm. or just I have to share this for my patient mm. if, if you can do you can do if you can't it's yeah. it's a problem of yours now okay yeah. but you have to to tell them that they have to do.
0: Because it starts with you ultimately, yeah, right? Of so, course.
1: If you want to change something, yeah, change you first then. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, one last question. Now this is sort of just to wrap things up. Because um, actually time flies. So okay. for some, and I know like you're already very busy, but for those who aren't familiar with your practice, where can they find you? What's the best way to kind of reach you, contact yeah. you, that kind of thing? Yeah.
1: This is not the kind of uh, what I like to say, okay? But yeah. okay, if you, uh, I'm in Fushkosova, yeah. Uh, the street name is Enver Maljoku, mm-hmm. there is my clinic, I'm there working with 13 other physiotherapists there they, they work it's a pretty in, in big our, team
0: already yes, i've noticed yes. that it's gotten and, bigger uh, so
1: we have teams for sport uh, injuries mm-hmm. for uh treatment of pains in neck and lumbar spines so that, that, that are more uh, how to say traditional problems on the our clients neurological problems orthopedic problems and sort of them and uh, uh from monday to uh Friday I'm here in Fushkosova and on Saturday I'm in Ishtag in my new clinic there that I opened about four months ago. Mm-hmm. So this is I work from 9am to 7pm and uh, uh, the main thing for me is to do a full body examination. Then if I can do that full body examination, we do a specific program for the problem and for the Person of or, or patient, and then when we do that for about, uh, I want to to say the most of all, okay. Uh, we do some five to uh, six therapies, okay, mm-hmm. or and.
0: Uh, okay, and it it depends on the person, right? Yes, of yeah.
1: course, but I, I'm telling with the percentage with most oh, of okay. person, okay. That uh, if we do a good assessment, okay, full body examination, we reach all the. Uh, answers from the body. I think that for kind of traditional problems on the body, f- uh, five to six sessions of osteopathy, including physiotherapy and other kind mm-hmm. of treatments, are enough for uh, for our body. Okay, if we do maintain our body, it's the yeah. other thing. Okay, of, sure. or if we do an another injury or something like that, is it's another thing. But from for a for a pain that is chronic or acute or something like that, we have to, it's yeah. it's a kind of uh, that work that we do. Okay,
0: amazing. Um, Mustafa, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule. Um,
1: it was a pleasure so, being here with you.
0: Okay. Yeah, um, definitely would like to do this again another time if time allows. Um, so everyone, that's another episode of It's Never the Right Time. Thank you for tuning in. This is 103.5 or 105.5 Urban FM. Thank you, guys. See you soon.